lot of what I'm going to be speaking about is not on your sheets, and a lot of what's on the sheets is going to be skipped. Because that's I think is the right thing to do. But there's a lot of good stuff here. So before we begin, I, I mentioned last week how to reshine him just told you the way it was, and you expected to act on that. It's a pasuk, it's a kazal, that's enough. So my, uh, my grandson, so he, his, his, uh, his grandfather was just Nifter, Rabbi Ankelowitz, and Chayna uh, Levracha. So he said, he to- his grandfather told him that the Chavaz Chaim got up and gave his shmuz in Raden before Yom Kippur. He says, Yom Kippur, you have to do tshuva. What's tshuva? Tshuva is charota, vidoy, aziv esachet, and he sat down. That was tshuva. So he came over to Rabbi Naftali and they said, we want a tshuva. So Naftali got up and he said, Yom Kippur, you have to do tshuva, mamish. You have to say vidoy, mamish. And you have to have charot and mamish. And he sat down. So he ate it. You need a little more push. Okay? The door was already changing. The very great man, Zechariah Levrocha, left Raden because he was, the Bachim were turning to him more than they turned to the Chafetz Chaim. Chafetz Chaim spoke simple things. They didn't come to his shmuzim. People, a lot of people didn't know. Same simple things. But he was telling the truth. What, what, I have to do more than that. So after now, you have to do the work. The question is how much can you? How much, how many people outside of Israel or England or Europe drive a stick shift? Most people drive automatic. It's too hard to drive a stick shift. Yeah? Okay. There's been a question that has been coming up. Over Rosh Hashanah, some people felt burnt out on the second day. They didn't feel the same level of Islavs on the second day as they did on the first day. So what do you do about that? So first of all, who said it's a bad song? I'm, I'm not saying it's a good song. I just want to say don't. Don't accept things. One of the reasons, uh, uh, one of the things, not one of the reasons, one of the things that Ben Torah should get from learning Torah, especially Torah Be'iyun, is they shouldn't look at things simply. Who said something so simple? I mean, you assume it's a bad thing. Maybe you worked hard. Masuka Shnasai, The worker has a, he sleeps well. So maybe the next day you were burnt out because you did a real good job the first day. I'm not going to tell you that. I'm not going to tell you that. All I'm going to tell you is don't assume that something is always bad. Maybe you were taught that that's the firm thing to do, that I must be bad. It must be bad. I'm not doing well enough. And that's true. We're not doing well enough. None of us are doing well enough. I told someone today, uh, tonight, that when Yosef was born, so Jacob said, I have now fire. 
They say, say, Flahova. It's a flame. And eighth of his cash. It's true. So the Shem Yishmuel says, Yosef means I keep adding. Esav is Loshan Asu. He's done already. That's dead. Of course, we always can do better. But it doesn't mean we shouldn't savor that which we have done right. For two reasons. One is we should savor it. And second is it gives us energy to go weiter. So I'm not saying it's good to be burnt out the second day. But just don't take push to shot so fast. Maybe you worked hard. But probably you worked too hard. Oh, so let's take a couple of seconds on this. Yeah, none of this is here. Yeah? To the one, to those who are listening to this, a here doesn't mean the Vesmerdish, it means the papers that are in front of me. Okay, just you get confused. <coughs> you know, uh, just like a runner in a race, he knows that he has to pace himself. To pace yourself. To achieve often, I'm not saying it's halachalamaisa for us. He didn't stay up extra the worst night because it's not little tired for him. He get, he'll stay up late, he'll be more tired than usual, and he'll have a net loss. So why should he do that for? Now, it could be different for us. But a, a runner has to pace himself. I, I had a student in Eshatayra. He was a runner. That's what he did before he became a bentaira. So it took him, he said, a year or two to shave 40 or 50 seconds off of his mile. The amount of time it took him to run a mile. He got to uh, six minutes, five minutes. It's pretty, it's pretty fast. Yeah? A runner has to pace himself. So you have in front of you five tefillahs with long viduyim. What could easily happen to you is you put a lot of effort in marriage. Now, I'm not telling you not to, but really, really, really focusing on every one, and then you do it again in Shachas. And then comes Musaf, and you start feeling tired. It's the same, the same, same vidui. Yeah? And if you say the vidui, the chidah, or the other one, so then it's really long. So you get tired, and then you blame yourself. Oh, well, something's wrong with me. I'm, why, why am I, I'm burnt out. Well, wait a minute. Uh, maybe it's nothing wrong with you in your ruchnius. It's just you were handling it wrong, that's all. Should a bacha stay up late and, uh, and learn, and the next day... Oh, I forgot to bring it with me. Uh, this week, in the... Um, and the source of all wisdom, which we call Yated Neman, yeah. So it's brought there a Misa from the Chavetz Chaim. The Chavetz Chaim, he used to go up, to, his son-in-law lived on the, the second floor of his house. I didn't know there was a second floor to his house, but okay. Yeah, he lived upstairs. And he went up to Mendel Zach, he said, they would learn. And then he came 12 o'clock, he said, Good night, tomorrow's also a day. And it says there that he learned if one of his rabbeim that he was learning with him, and I forgot the name of this uh, Godel, and he told the Chavetz Chaim, who was a young man, he said, we'll stop, so I want to continue. 
So no. Good night. Morgen is Eichetov. Now I heard the, and now I know it's true, not just because it says it in Yatad Neman, but I heard the same thing from Mendel's, uh, from Hirschelzax, Rab Mendel's son. Said the Chavaz Chaim used to go around the yeshiva, turning off the lights at midnight, and saying, Morgen is Eichetov. Tomorrow's also a day. So you see from there that there's an end of pacing yourself. That's what we call bitula zehu kiyuma. Sometimes a person has to stop. Can we know exactly? We're not smart enough to know exactly. But so, this could be one of the reasons why some Bachram, good Bachram, felt the second day of Rosh Hashanah wasn't as good as the first day. Yeah? It sounded like a repeat, and I put so much effort in the first day, I'm like, I can't do that again. Yeah? And you know something? Maybe you can't do it again. And who said that that something's wrong with you? It means you have to pace yourself. So it could be, uh, I mentioned to you that you should look over the davening beforehand. Look over the vidui beforehand and see what you're about to say and think about it. I mentioned to you this morning, you can come up to me with uh, suggestions of things that you maybe want me to bring up. Okay? That no one came is maybe it's my fault because I always look like I'm in a hurry. Yeah, I don't know. But maybe stop and look at the mazza beforehand and plan your day. It's a long vidui, a long shmanes race. And it's um, you're fasting. So you expected Nila to be as fresh as at Marev the night before? And then you'll blame yourself for not being as fresh. You know, something new is supposed to be better than Meyer. Right? And shock is supposed to be better than, than, than Meyer before. But that's because one is building on the other. At the end of his man, yeah, it says, Kol haschol is cautious. All beginnings are difficult. So why is it that in the beginning people have so much energy and the answer is, like the Roshiva used to say, if the beginning is easy, it means you didn't start. Beginnings are not easy. So by the time the end of this mind comes, you should have been really into it, the Chaybascha, and now you should become and come to the Roshiva and say to him, what is this? Why? Why? It doesn't take seven days to get anywhere. You can get to the South Pole in less than seven days. It's 21 hours. The quickest way to Chile is 21 hours. With a stopover in Madrid. Um, it's the cheapest way to go also. It's the least comfortable. So you have to choose what you want. And then when you get to Santiago, it's about, let's say, an hour and a half to the, uh, to this, uh, to the sea, to the ocean there. If you go straight down, another hour, two hours, another hour and a half, you're over to South Pole. So you can figure it out. Yeah? So the point over here is that, of course, it, 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 by Rosh Hashanah Nisan, you should say to the Rosh Hashanah, seven days, I, I need, what do I need, what do we need to go now, please? We should continue. Now, uh, it's like, uh, at the end of this man, it's like Shabbos. There's, there's being Moshef Mechol Al-Kaidish. 
he can't he can't finish Rosh Hashanah Nisan. Shemaisik beforehand. Yeah, I remember the Shiva used to promise anyone who will stay later and to fly during the nine days. He promises him he'll be okay. He doesn't have to worry. So the end of the end of Yom Kippur is supposed to be, supposed to be a climax, not just for the chazan. It's a climax. Yeah. You'll see, for the chazan, it's a climax. It gets better and better and better. But for some of us, we get tired. Bachem was saying, the second day wasn't as good. We were tired, burnt out. So pace yourself. Don't, who said that the, the Friday night has to, everything has to be picked into, packed in tomorrow? And that everything has to be packed into Shachas? By the time you get to Musaf and Minfa, so you'll say, Rebbe, I'm tired. What's wrong with me? There's nothing wrong with you. You're tired. So maybe you should take a piece. As I said, look it over beforehand. Take a piece of the vidui and really focus on it. What does it mean? And what can I do about it? Of course, what you could do, I have to think about beforehand. We'll get to that, please, Andrew. But then you have, then you have, then you have uh, ho- the whole Yom Kippur. It gets, it gets better. There's a point where, where you're, very hu- you're really hungry, and then, then it gets better. You, get, you stop getting, you get less hungry. You start getting into a, what they call in the British, a momentum. And what, it's already time? Yeah. And, and, and when you get into Hashem, well, it came. And uh, who wants it to end? Who wants the Lashonah of to end? Who wants it to end? That's where it's supposed to be. But if you're pushing and pushing and pushing and pushing, so then you're not pacing yourself. And by the way, the same thing is with Simchas Torah. Now, Simchas Torah and, and Sukkot always gets lost in the shuffle. Because how could you talk about Sukkot? It's not even Yom Kippur yet. It's like the Bali Musa say, you're building a Sukkot before Rosh Hashanah. You're already looking for a little of an essay before Rosh Hashanah. What is this? You don't even know if you're going to live. And you're already assuming. And okay, there's different ways to look at that. How do you prepare for Simchas Torah? Do you know the Nagunim that you sing? Learn them! Learn them. I go to Yish, I spend uh, Simchas Torah in Yeshiva in Haifa every year. The high point of the year is they sing, used to be 45 minutes. Okay, don't worry. You don't know why I don't, now you know why I don't have for the Yomit. Yeah, for 45 minutes and then after it became a half hour at least I think it was 20 minutes so I went over to Rashiv and I said what is this so the Bokhom can't handle more than 20 minutes I'm just singing the same nigga for 20 minutes slow it's amazing especially if you know what you're saying but you have to prepare for that what is what is Sha'alti Oysavakesh what does Shifti mean? What does Beis Hashem mean? What does Avakeh? What does it mean? What's Pshat? You sing, Ashreinu, Matoi, Chalkeinu, Manoim, Garoleinu. Like, what does that mean? Toi means it's good Be'etzim. But things that are good Be'etzim are not always sweet. Like I told you last, year, last week that Mashveh said, Shana Toi ve'u What are you eating on with the Masukah? 
Tight is not good enough. Tess is tight even if it's bitter. It's, it's, it's tight. But it's not more. Well, I want it to be more tight. Yeah? So, it's noyim. It's sweet also. It's not just, I'm not giving up. This is my shot. I think it's true though. Yeah? I'm not giving up anything by being a mentor. It's tight, but it's also noyim. You know what a life it is to be a mentor? The whole world is a different place. It's a much better place. The guy says there are three things. There's tithe, something that's good, bad, there's things that are orange that are sweet, and things that are mild, they're helpful, they help, help me out in life. I think that's the track. Eret, chemda, toiva, urechava. Chemda means it's sweet. Toiva, it's a ruchni, a place, it's good. It's a mokam of mitzvahs. Urechava, you can do something with it. This place. Chemda, toiva, urechava, isn't this track? So if you know what something means, then, then you carry it in, in your seicha also, not just in the Yenishana. It's not just the music is stirring you up, which is important, it's good. It still makes a difference, but you lose most of it afterwards. But if, you, if your mind went over and over, what does that mean? Emes What's emes? Aleph, mem, sof. The beginning, first letter of the Aleph phase, the middle letter of the Aleph phase, and by the way, sof, means N. I didn't figure that out until I was in my 40s. See, way ahead of me. The last letter in the alphabet is called Sof. Yeah, I didn't hop that. That Sof means N. That's what it means. Okay, just learned something tonight. So, Emes HaTahorishon Vatuachon, you're always here. You're the only Emes. Not, nothing else is really true. If something good right now might be good, tomorrow may not be good. There's nothing stable in this world except the Rebbein Shalom. Emes. Emes means kushta koi. Truth stands. You envision Aleph, Mem, Sof. They're both all stable letters, the Gemara says. Two feet and an Aleph. Mem has a base and the Sof has two legs. It's stable. Kushta koi. Understand? Svaisana says kishut means a decoration. You put on kishutim on a sukkah. Kushta is MS, the best kishut, the best, the best jewelry is MS. MS atahurishan vatu acharan. And who means only you? Atahurishan vatu acharan. Only you're the one who's rishan. And you think about the. And the nigger hopefully will go more than five minutes. And you get something out of some Christian, but you have to prepare beforehand. But there's never time before Yom Kippur. I'm going to give you. I'm going to learn the Nigunamiki, which, by the way, a very good thing to do. <coughs> I, I taught bar mitzvah age kids in Cheder, and we sat down and we learned the Nigunamiki. What does it mean? What does it mean? What are you saying? What are you saying? It's a declaration of Emuna. Ashreinu matoy chalkenu umanoyim goroleinu is a declaration, and you're declaring in a loud voice how. Fortunate we are. That's what you're doing. You do that for ten minutes, you change your life. But if you don't know what the words mean, so you have a nice nugget, and it's great, and it's a wonderful experience. But it does, doesn't latch on to the seichel. So it's the same thing here. You go look at this. Look at the marks beforehand. 
think about, okay, how many alchets are there? I'm going to think about them. I'm going to feel them. Now, it could be, what I would suggest, is that you do divide into four parts, and the evil do everything again. Because then you won't be burnt out. It's, it's, it's a slow, easy ride. It's a ride. It's a smooth ride. And then comes Ne'ilah, and Ne'ilah has an urgency to it. Parker, the sun's setting. Tifon al-yayim. Yeah? Huh? Okay, so, the first, so then, no, but you have in the, uh, you have the Ashamnus. And yeah. So, you, then you're right. Then all the other alphabets in the first monasteries. So the last monastery, do all of them. But the, the Ne'ila part is a very special part. Then you put it, now you have that extra, you know, a runner, when he sees the finish line, he gets energy. He gets energy. The guys who start really fast, they, they lose the race. Now, I'm not telling you not to put out effort by marriage, but put effort on this. You know, even the Ashamnus, there's a Viduyim that are what the Ashamnus mean. And you have Svarim that tell you what each Ashamna means. Yeah? So, if you think you could do it, then don't listen to me. If you think you can do it heavy every single davening, then don't listen to me. I'm just respond. I never spoke about this with Adam. And I didn't get to anything in this. Yeah? Then, that if you could do it, then fine. But I'm just giving you advice in case that happened to you. Or it happens to you in the past. By the time Mincha comes, you're all you're tired, not just physically tired. So you know something. Maybe try that. But then you have, and by Mincha time, and by Neila time, there's extra energy that you didn't know you had, because the whole day was a good day. Now. Um, A person has to think beforehand what now you have to know that that a person exists in two spheres, in two areas. One is in his head and one is in his actions. We've mentioned this before from the Svasamis. It's very basic. All of the Makshava live rather than They said Bamakshava, you want me You want perfection. You have to truly feel I never wanna ever do this again. Ever. And I'm truly sorry I ever did it. And you can do it. But now in the Olam Hamaisa, I have to have a plan. I'm never going to mevatel any zman. I'm never going to, I'm always going to come exactly on time to say Seder or before. I'm going to have in every single brachish when I say, I want it. I want it for Mashava. And I'm truly sorry if I ever, any time I ever did, did not do it. And there's a kapora for that. But now what am I going to do about it in the Olam Hamaisa? Fasema says, and Sadik can't have perfection. And we've said here, perfection's like the North Pole. Who wants to go to the North Pole? The answer is it's directional. Am I going in the right direction? That's all it is. Perfection is directional. I don't get there. I don't get there. Always you yourself. You always have to add on. So you have to, that, that's very encouraging. And no one is out to get you. 
no one is standing there with a pistol and saying, you know, I'm going to blow your brains out in case you don't manage to forever change everything immediately 100%. It's not true. It's not true. And there's one other thing you have to know before I read one thing from here, and then we'll have to just change the date. Tosh and I involved next year. Yeah? I, I, yeah, a few like that. Mary Barabi Zuchan Navrochi used to say is following. And uh, this is, uh, maybe you've heard it from me before, some of you sure did. In the Haftarah in Rosh Hashanah, the second day of Rosh Hashanah, it says, Rochel Mavaka Abanel. Rochel is crying, her children were being taken into Golis. And she's HaKadosh Baruch who promises her, the Shovu Me'eris Oyev. They will return to the land of the enemy. And Rochel is still crying. It didn't help! And told, Rebbe told her, the shovel him with The children are coming back to their, their boundaries. You have to know Rabbi Sai. So my Rabbi Zechayim Rebbe said, the first waves of immigration to this country were not coming to Eretz Israel. They were leaving Russia. They were Vishovu Meretz Russia always, always a miserable, horrible, terrible place to be. As Russia, Kavaka, Kishmai, can't help. Yeah? Okay? One night, one of the nights I was in Moscow, in the middle of the night I heard, uh, I heard, you know, mob. I heard, uh, it sounded like a pogrom was happening. So in the morning I asked the goldsmith, I asked him, like, what, what is this? Said no, they're rolling the they're rolling the uh, the Russians out of the bars. They close at whatever two in the morning, and these people are all drunk. In Stalinist Russia and Soviet Union, every, there's one thing that was cheap, and it was subsidized heavily, vodka. Why? They wanted if life was so bad, they wanted everyone to be stunned. They were everybody drunk. When they were drunk, then they won't cause any trouble. Get everybody high. So it was the Shovel Maritzayev. They weren't coming. They weren't coming to Eretz Israel. There's someone whose name does not deserve to be mentioned in this room who suggested Uganda. Yeah? Eretz Israel. What's Eretz Israel? So Rebbe Zechayn Mavocha said, Rachel's still crying. When she's told that they're going to be shoven married, so yeah, that's not what we're looking for. But then she was told, Rabbi said, they're coming home. That's you. There's nobody in this room that was driven out of the country they're in, and that's why you were here. You all came here of your free will. You all came here because you wanted to become a better person, a better Jew, a better, a better Torah. That's why you came here. You're shoven with Ulam. And you have to know that about yourselves. Of course, we have a lot of problems. And you say slichas, the slichas are all true. We have a lot of problems. That's true. But I can't do anything about those problems unless an ordinary Barnesham loves me. That's the reality. You have the shovel, but I'm the So when you know that, that Akkadi Brochel loves you, then you can say, hey, wait a minute. You know, he loves me, but he might punish me because he loves me. 
You know, I, I, I tell parents, you have this mother who can't stand any arguments. She can't confront, a kid starts screaming, she melts. And then there's some peanuts on the table. And the kid has a peanut allergy. So the kid could, could throw knives at her. She won't give him any peanuts. Why? Because she loves him. It's the same ava that causes her to, be, to give in. The same ava gives her, makes her like a, like, a, like, a, like a wall. I love you. I'm not going to have any peanuts. Yes, the she loves you. And this is what you have to be. You have to have a plan. You have to think. You have to do such a thing as tshuva. But no one is out to get you. Your beloved to the Rebani Shalaylam. Your Bonim Lugvulam. And I'm not saying this to make you feel good. I'm not interested in making you feel good. You have to know this first. That's why there are many things in life, and time is up. There are many things in life that in order to get there, you have to go in the opposite direction first. Like, for instance, to speak. Before you open your mouth, you have to keep it shut for a long time. <coughs> You want to be inflexible about something? You better be flexible beforehand about a lot of things. And as my brother used to say, you want to build a building, a tall building, you have to dig down first. Well, I'm telling you now also, you want to, have, you want to, be, uh, you want to, have, want to do tshuva? You want to uh, worry about maybe there's such a thing as din in the world? That's okay. I'm not going to stop you from doing that. But only b'tnai that you know first that the Rebbein loves you. Then you can go to it and it won't, it won't break you down. Gemach <laughs> Simatayvah.